Okay, I'm recording. recording. All right. Uh, we'll go ahead and... Ladies and gentlemen, boys and baby girls, it's time for an extra exciting episode of the Cowboy Rehoyote Podcast. But first, a very special Thanksgiving potluck. What'd you guys bring? Ah! I brought, uh, yeah, some fucking J- Evan Williams uh, bourbon and, and some edibles. Nice. Awesome. Always great things for Thanksgiving. Thank you yeah. for your gift. Absolutely. That is awesome. I am thankful. I always come correct. I am thankful. Um... I brought two beers. Now I did see you drinking off one of those. Well, I I brought, I brought I brought more okay. than two, but I brought. But beers. I okay, so, so yeah, they're for the group. That makes sense. Nice. They, I am thankful. Yeah. I am thankful, Michael. What do you got? I brought some. Yeah. I brought some green, green beans. beans. Some fucking green beans. Yeah, green beans. Okay. I. It's like. You, you ain't gotta say. You, you ain't gotta say, man. You went through the effort. You got the cut yeah, ones. You, I appreciate it. I am thankful. And uh, I just want to say, last year I saw we got all the stuff, but no one actually ate anything, and it all just kind of sat in my house afterwards. So I was like, I'm gonna buy some appropriate this year for the setting, and so I got a Cartier watch, and so I'm I'm thankful, and it's gonna stay here oh, with me, fuck. and so. Wait, governor? No, that I'm coming correct. Let me talk to you guys about something that they can do both drunk and high that is extremely pleasant. I think our podcast needs a budget for guns. Cowboy. Rowdy. Well, shoot, dang. Crack a cold one, baby. What is it with this fucking podcast? Yeah. Let's go around the table and introduce everybody. In case you haven't met, the person directly over is Michael Booth. He's a show producer and a Monterey Bay comic. How you doing, sir? How's it going? Very good. Thank you for asking. Also here, resident comedian and filmmaker, Anthony Barrera. What's up? What's up? I really hope Cameron's pointing in the right direction. Otherwise, this isn't going to work. Every time. I'm money, baby. Okay? They call me Kobe. And not because I'm bad in helicopters. Also here, we oh, have wow. <laughs> we have a studio engineer and the only adult to ever attend kids' space camp, Sebastian McCabe. <laughs> it was the best week of yeah. my life. And statutory charges be damned, <laughs> he completed nothing. the course. I'm not going to let you get away with this, Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? I did a joke after. We're okay. <laughs> Let's talk about by this like it didn't happen. <laughs> Let's talk about Let's talk about new mannerisms, baby. It'd be funny yeah. to watch Seb's face in G Force just like <laughs> <laughs> spinning in the thing at space. I actually camp. you know you know what's crazy too is they said that uh, it would be really easy to send me to space because I, I weigh so little that I could just go like in the cargo hold mm. or whatever and it wouldn't really matter. They could fit you in between like the thermal insulation. I just put them in, a, in between right, a couple exactly. sheets. And like I, I, it looks like you'd fit the character like I, I, of like a, you know, somebody in like a Star Wars or something like just like hop in the cargo of a spaceship real quick. You look like <laughs> Kylo Ren's nerdy little brother. You do. You look like the guy who like does inventory for the Millennium Falcon. He's like, guys, we're running out of stuff in the warehouse. They're like, shut it, Seb. We're flying, man. We got a fucking Kessel Run to do. You're just down there the whole time? Women love Adam Driver. (laughs) Oh, they do, actually. You look like Jabba the Hutt's towel boy. (laughs) A little slave out there. Jeez, going hard on Seb at the start of this one. Holy smokes. Like Princess Leia. (laughs) He does... 
He's out there looking like fucking like Gollum from the Lord of the Rings with his little. He looks way better than Gollum. Take like... that back. <laughs> first, I'm taller I'm than Gollum. First of all, so you're better <laughs> looking than Gollum, Sebastian. Way taller. In this season of thankfulness, let's not body shape Seb the entire time. <laughs> For some reason, he just kind of reminds. He just kind of reminds me of the. Uh, the guy that stand next to stands next to Jabba the Hutt with like the white like. Oh, with the, the Twi'lek with the long uh, things coming off his head. Or he's yeah, not a Twi'lek. He's... he's something else, isn't he? He just has cancer. I don't know. I don't know anything about. Yeah, he's the guy with the weird thing. Star Wars. And he's like, okay. gotta dab it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Four minutes in, we get cancer. <laughs> Dude, it. this is the least monetized episode for sure. Calling it six months out, still <laughs> least monetized. Calling it. <laughs> Let's get into mannerisms. Save us, somebody. Talk about Got something it. new. So, yeah, listen. We, in the current day and age, in the world, the state of things as they are, what are some uh, some new, you know, new mannerisms, new, new habits you've picked up uh, over the past, say, uh, eight months or so? Uh, I cry a lot more at three in the morning. I found. Ditto. I call it my crying hour. Yeah, crushing, crushing depression. Yeah, I, get you I drink more for sure. Um, Everything is I'm a lot talking sadder. to more Australians. My, my, this is not my... where I thought this was. <laughs> <laughs> what are you thankful for, assholes? Here's... New mannerisms. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Here's one. Talking about new my... things that you've picked up during, like... <laughs> Quarantine. Like, 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 like I'm thankful that I can feel anything. He's talking point. about new ways My, he wants um, to die. He's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, no, no. Different angle. <laughs> okay, okay. You're bringing me down on <laughs> cardio watch, dude. <laughs> because I've been crying so much, the abdominal muscles in my uh, mm. in my rib in my ribs have uh, strengthened. So now. Um, I still feel sad, but at least I, I, I think I can get washboard abs. Sick. Off I did a workout last night in jujitsu that made me think I could be Lieutenant Dan. This black belt almost broke both my legs and I was like, nope, I had to crawl off the mat. Not good. So I'm thankful you're having better experiences than me. Namaste. Damn. Yeah. I've started, um, I always used to, uh, open doors in public places like by, you know, like pushing on them or uh-huh. whatever instead of touching it with my hands. Because I, I always kind of thought, like, uh, door handles are probably a little bit nasty. Mm-hmm. And now everyone, well, not everyone, but now a lot of people do that. And it makes me feel vindicated. It's not so much a new habit, but I've definitely started doing it more. It's actually the only time now I actually, I used to use my sleeve to do them. But now I feel like it's the only mm. contact I get. So I just like, I love it. I grab it and I hold and I squeeze. Right. I hold me tight, baby. Hold me tight. Touching a door handle. Yeah, I don't ever like want to let you can? go. I'll hold the door for like six, seven people. I'm like, I'll get the COVID, so you don't. And I'm like licking the handle. Like, oh, yeah, to hold it with your tongue. <laughs> yeah, I'm down. That's uh, that's one of the most rewarding experiences of my day right now is holding doors. I wish that uh, I wish that they would have like had a game in school where we had to stay six feet apart for everybody, from everybody. Yeah. They should have been practicing I, this. That's something that I try to try to do, or like I don't know, like if you're in like a public space that's occupied a lot, like a gas station or something, or re- like a restaurant picking food up, I always try to stay like on the spots that they have designated for you. And sometimes yeah. people get close. That is a new mannerism. You, you're right. 
I didn't think about that. It's like etiquette. Did you develop that social etiquette yet? What about like... What about like people that are... um, They they, they consider themselves huggers. You know those people that just can't fucking leave someone without giving them a big warm hug. I'm like a dog, dude. I lick too. I get in there. (laughs) I think they've gone through some of the worst parts because they've not been able to give out uh, an exceptional hug. In about eight months. You go up and under and then over diagonal. Some people go just this way or they go one over, one under. Eh, all wrong. Oh. Support, not creepy. Hands in a neutral space, the center of the back. Embrace. I do, I do like the, I do these things. The elbow. I, yeah, uh, Cameron giving the Joe Biden oh, breakdown. Oh, dude, I make Joe Biden look like an amateur. <laughs> Pet their hair. If, if, if it's his hugging Small. they got him in office, dude, I'm going to be emperor, okay? I'm just saying. I mean, I did the I did the elbow because I used to like always have gloves on working in like restaurants, and that was just kind of the thing, you know. Yeah. And oh yeah, elbows always. That's a new mannerism. Yeah. I've been throwing the yeah, elbow. Sometimes elbows people go in for like the, the pound, and mm-hmm. they'll just like pound you right in your arm. They'll just like. <laughs> sometimes I do the forearm. You do like yeah. the forearm. Yeah, for like, sure. I get sometimes cross. people just go in like that, and I'm like. See that that's any insane. type of contact really. <laughs> it's like, like the it's like when you do this to somebody that drives me nuts. <laughs> yeah, like when somebody just puts their, their hand on your. It's your, the like, most dominant if, move you can if make. If somebody ever did that to me, you I would can't, slap they have your the hand, shit out of you them. You can't open it. It's powerless. <laughs> it's terrible. It's so I'll use intimidating. I'll hit him with the like left. A baby in their hands. You know what though? I I am glad that. Have you ever met someone whose handshake was like too firm, and you can tell that they're just doing it to like put on oh, a yeah. show and like seem masculine? A vein in their head pops up. I'm really like... glad that those. <laughs> that, yeah, I'm really glad that those people have to find a new personality right now, because the only the only person I, one of the few people I've met who had like a really overly firm handshake, was like. A huge douchebag. <laughs> yeah, it's usually not. So I'm glad that no one's ever tried to challenge me that way. No one's ever. It's tried the to guy who reads Art of War to learn how to date women. It's the same type of guy. Yeah. Right. Exactly. He wa- yeah. He like jerks like off. I to control and dominate the date, or else they'll get away. Right. It's like, Whoa, dude. <laughs> he watched Wolf of Wall Street and like yeah. totally went over. That sounds suspiciously like me around that. Yeah, episode 20 we saw that arc. phase in you real big time. We almost had an on-air intervention. Like, Anthony, I noticed uh, women run from you at bus stops in broad daylight. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's not start painting narratives. Don't fucking exist. We just have it on a right? separate document ready to go. Just not going to pay me off to do some kind of That's the branding you're looking for? My bad. <laughs> for, for the record, no, for the record, the the listeners, Anthony is quite the charming individual. I just think he's gay. <laughs> I can't only help your game. I have to do something to somewhat cut you down because I'm not technically married yet. We are competitors. <laughs> oh, sorry. You're a good guy. <laughs> There's poop all face. over your face. And honestly, you might make a swing for the uh, the old homosexuality in your 30s. You may be happy for all this stuff I'm doing for you now. Oh no, I, I know, I know, I know what my value is on that. <laughs> <laughs> Any well-groomed guy does, honestly. Let's talk. Let's just talk frankly. <laughs> I'm gonna take that compliment. That's the only one I'm gonna take, though. Oh my god. Hey, we're all finding things to be thankful for. We're all finding things to be thankful for. 
<laughs> I'll say, yeah, here's a new mannerism I've noticed. You can find out who thinks the virus is still a hoax or not, because they will go in for a handshake still. Like a handshake is no longer tell yeah. You, usually. A handshake is no longer a greeting. It's like a a way to identify yourself politically. It's like who wants to shake my motherfucking hand? <laughs> yeah. I'm here to shake hands and read Bibles. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know something funny? Um, I was at I was at the store the other day, right? And there was someone in there without a mask, and I just I, like, hey, where's your mask? And they just hit me with the oh, I just choose not to live my life in fear line. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I didn't ask you for your principles. I asked yeah, for your like fucking mask. You choose not to live with science. Take those goddamn shoes off, and you can walk right, home. Like you can it's choose like, not who, to live. Who let in, you in right, here? Like you can choose not to live in the store, then, bud. The nonsense part is they have to wear a mask just to get in. So that means they understand and then just say fuck you. See, to me, it's off. like it's like someone who it's kind of like speeding almost a little bit. Like, you're not necessarily going to kill people speeding, but you could. Uh, you technically could. It might be like less than 0.3% of the people that are on the road. You're ever. on mass free when no one's looking, and then you're putting it up. It's just like when you're speeding on the road. Yeah, dude. So. Let's see those brake lights in the up the supermarket just the whipping it. <laughs> <laughs> that guy who does donuts for like 20 minutes straight in the parking lot, that's like the guy who's like coughing all over the Sizzler buffet. Like, he's not my friend. Can I? Can I? Can I tell you guys something that is not true, cops? Not true. This is a this is a joke for legal purposes. I try to drive over a hundred miles an hour at least once a week, <laughs> just to keep my. It's good for the heart. No, keep my brain. Take a glass sharp. of wine. You know, in in the reference of a joke, uh, police officers, which is a joke, I totally one hundred percent believe yeah, about. Not it. a joke. I got a speeding ticket for going over a hundred miles an hour, and it was yeah, me too. Once lots of money. It was like a car payment. What was it like a, about 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 twelve hundred dollars? No, 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 or no. So? more than three times that much. It was very expensive. Oh damn! Oh my! I was going How very fast, fast were you going? And I had underage girls in the car. Allegedly, I looked like to the cops Allegedly like a kidnapper. Going quite fast. No, for me in my case, I got caught. I had to pay that shit. Like, there's nothing I can say now. Like, they got me. <laughs> I got got. <laughs> yeah, the ticket cost more. Yeah, the ticket there's cost paperwork. more than the car. So that was fun. <laughs> so. <laughs> speaking of uh, speaking of speeding and whatnot, yeah. um, that brings us nicely into our next segment, which is um, uh, we want to try to generate some new uh, sort of stereotypes here. What are some? Because you you mentioned your segue, no that... matter what, is that brings us nicely. <laughs> we could have said really anything. We could have said anything. Right like, now. oh, you just talk about abortions. That brings us nicely into other stereotypes that, that we want to do. Talk nice. about. <laughs> <laughs> hey, maybe one day it will, and I'll say it. We have just decided against any type. Yeah, I think of that's like how Johnny Carson did it back in the seventies and stuff. He's always like, "Oh, funny they shaved this that one." This out. one's super demonetized, but <laughs> oh, that's anyway, true. This is the demonetized speaking one. Speaking of speaking of speeding, I was thinking of. Whenever I see like a white dude with like short hair, like a you know like super like business haircut, you know, mm-hmm. and like a like a BMW 3 Series, I'm just like, oh, that guy is probably like sexually assaulted. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that guy's probably a huge douchebag and maybe a creep. Yeah. Or like if he has like a big beard and like a thick neck or something. Well, what? Or like, or like a like oh, a what? fuck you trying to say? Or like a a blonde woman in a Range Rover. Oh, I oh I can get that. 
I just assume like oh like her husband like owns a construction company or something like that. I worry about the the horsepowers. Or he's a banker on certain vehicles behind. Certain Are you vehicles. telling us you're? <laughs> you don't like people who have success of any kind at all, <laughs> in any shape or form. Like, is Sebastian going first? I'm just worried just about like Sebastian's it? comments on men he's with all... thick necks and beards. Like he's I'm like, sitting hey, right here. I'm not hey. talking about people who look like you. Hey 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 hey! I'm talking about a very different look. <laughs> well, I can't I can't <laughs> grow a beard, so I'm safe. But the thick neck thing is weird. All right, listen. This is my stereotype. That is an offensive. Uh, anyone that wears true religions unironically. People still do that. What about them? Those people what? Anyone you oh, see okay. wearing, usually a dickhead. Usually a dickhead. Mm. But like, what, what could be what a little bit harsh? There are exceptions to rule. You know, sometimes you get some cool folks. True religion, dickhead. Generally dickheads. I feel like the true religions really went out of style in like the... Maybe like 20... 14 or so i really stopped seeing those around so much it was really like no, around... there is still a very large collective mm. of uh, young men okay. that, that wear them maybe it is just an age thing then <laughs> like they are like 200 they are quite quite pricey okay i know it's a stereotype that i don't think is offensive if you sell herbalife you could also be a scientologist <laughs> yeah there you go so, the Cameron, economics are identical, like, and also we're like Lula. Just Road. pissed off half and, of the female. I do admit we do have too many Scientologists in our listener base. Do we? I don't... We have at least okay. one. Can we get them Listen, on the show? The Scientologists get all the money to the church. One. We're never going to get any of that Patreon cash from them. We got to ditch these people. We need people with money. We need the Amish. No, I wanted. We should just stop saying the word Scientology before Good they point. start Good coming point. after us. Let's not name it in the title. <laughs> the demonetized Scientology the extravaganza. <laughs> I... Oh no! We should just. <laughs> well, dude, we'll need to monetize it if the Church of Scientology sues us for for libel. <laughs> well, they get it. Yeah. Yeah. Don't forget to 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 donate to the cause. Uh, yeah, to here. our legal defense fund. Yeah, we should just start a legal GoFundMe now for like our first, second, and third lawsuits. Like, look, there's at least three pending. Let's just get the money developed now. We know BP oil is coming after us. The negotiations yeah. as soon did as not go well. BP gets that oil pipe plugged, uh, and they're no longer worrying about that bullshit. They're coming straight for us. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. Yeah, we gotta get off that one because because uh, Texon. That's stereo- our next target. Stereotype, but I just I don't. I'm having a hard time. <laughs> I'm noticing a little bit. <laughs> we haven't addressed your change of lifestyle habit, but I just want to say I love how relaxed Michael is right now, and that's something I'm thankful for. Um, seems uh, he seems very zen. Like a dude, Hindu we did cow. one vision quest, and dude took off. It's <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> all the meditation. Um, really worked. I'm gonna go ahead and say that. If if you watch like uh, Supernatural show, <laughs> that you probably also mm-hmm. watch a lot of like ghost hunting, haunted house type shows too. <laughs> you have at least three Instagram accounts you follow that have real ghost videos. I, just, I don't know if that's I don't know what kind of stereotype that is, but I just feel like that is uh, true. 
You know the U.S. leads the world in the amount of like adults that believe oh, that really? angels are real. Dang, go America! Yeah. Whoop whoop. We. I mean, they are Anthony. I w- I, here's what will also what surprised me: America is probably the leading country for people who believe angels were invented in America. So there's a lot of cool statistics you can find in America. <laughs> That's what Scientologists believe. It's all coming back, baby. <laughs> Read the book. Go clear, baby. In the same way, I've read. I'm not signing a billion-year contract to find out what South Park already told me. Oh, no, we're definitely. I can't wait. Can I tell you? (laughs) Go ahead. I just got the the Gmail. What you got, Sip? Oh, well, I was just going to say, can I tell you guys a real story about Scientology? Yeah! Um, That's what this episode's about! This will be quick, I promise. So one time, I took this class on religion in college, back when I was in college. And it was for, like, history credits or whatever, so I took this class on religion. And we are just learning about different religions or whatever. And then the final section of the class of the textbook was, like, new religions. So it was, like, Jehovah's Witnesses and, like, Mormons and Scientology. Yeah, the good ones. The good ones. Right. So The the money makers. I never opened the door, too. (laughs) So at the end, they had uh, a representative from the Jehovah's Witnesses, a representative from the Mormons, and a representative from Scientology, in that order, come into the class and, like, give a presentation. Like, it was all the like, same guy. He's like, hello, I am very susceptible. Hello, I am the most gullible man you will ever meet. Sorry. Okay, but, so, the Mormon guy came in. Mormons? Yeah. Pretty, pretty normal. At the was end he a blonde or a redhead? Because like 90% of them are. Go ahead. No, he had like slick back. Th- that's a stereotype. That's, that's a, a stereotype. Bit. I didn't say anything about <laughs> no, no, no. So, It was just offensive. Wearing, it was yeah, just was offensive. Wearing or a white shirt and a tie, too. Like, <laughs> well, that's a given. Yeah, that's was. a given. <laughs> so Mormons, again, yeah. more, more normal than people think. Jehovah's Witnesses, eh, a little weird, but not, not as yeah. weird as people think. And those two would take... They took questions at the end of the class. The Scientology guy didn't take questions. Not a one. He had to hand him. <laughs> Not a one. He had to hand him the questions on an index card, and he only picked the ones that he liked. Oh. So he only read like two, <laughs> because I know for sure that the rest of them were like, "What about Zenu?" Yeah, whatever. yeah. <laughs> he didn't take That's any good questions, with bro. It was like it was like how Trump just like walks out of press conferences. Like, oh it was so my insane. gosh, I love it. He just it. played this. He just played this DVD that just seemed like a self-help course. How do you go through that and then just not well, question it, No, yourself? here's what they do. All cults work the same. All cults work the same. And I've had friends who've been in Scientology. I've heard about the experience. Tony Robbins does this. Same exact thing that Scientology does. It takes a really good well, idea that's practical. A really practical idea. Like, here's how you help get yourself really focused. And as soon as you get yourself focused, he goes, also, there's a secret power within you and only I can unlock it. And so you get this really practical advice that makes sense and works, and he, he backpacks onto that. I'm a super chosen one, and I can empower you. <laughs> and they do the same thing with Scientology. They give you this really practical life advice that you could get from any good like advisor, any life coach of any kind, would say the exact same things. They just piggyback onto that. You might be a space lord. You gotta get us sixty grand to find out, but you're probably a space lord. We were right about all that stuff about how to handle your house, and you're not getting stressed at work, right? Why would it be wrong about Xenu? 
You have really so low self-esteem? You know, you have really low self-esteem? How about we just help you bang, raise bang, that bang. self-esteem? Yep. And then you now you feel good now that we're making you feel good, right? Yeah, give us that money, buddy. You're a star. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, All right. yeah buddy. Gotta... <laughs> <laughs> we got to... <laughs> We gotta bring this. Uh, we gotta like bring a, this home. Should just start the. Do we go from stereotypes to art offensive to talk about religions that is offensive? Segway. <laughs> that fits nicely with our next subject, right, Sim? <laughs> it really doesn't. Is the thing. It it really, really doesn't. Which takes us so to the next segment, which is the thirty-second pitch. You know what I'm saying? I want to live in a world without Thanksgiving because, frankly, we should live in a world where we shouldn't have to thank anyone for the things we receive. Now, I want to share this thought exercise with you gentlemen. What would the world look like with no Thanksgiving? Moreover, what would the United States look like with no Thanksgiving? I have one question. I'm going to go ahead and go first. I was going to say first, first, Seb, we got to get you a budget, bud, because I just saw our studio engineer had to do the sound effects for this skit by himself. They just went into the camera for our intro song. So we have got to up our budget. We gotta get the Patreon moving, bud. We gotta get on Patreon right now. We need a Venmo for the podcast. We gotta do something. This is sad. I just got a little excited. Look, we can't just have Ven showing off his erection on the camera for every skit. We gotta get a budget for a song. Okay, sorry, go ahead. So Anthony, I have one question. In this hypothetical world, does Canadian Thanksgiving still exist? No. Okay, see that that's a game changer because if you get rid of American Thanksgiving but you keep Canadian Thanksgiving the world is you know, knocked out of balance because now Canada suddenly has so much Who did Canada do Thanksgiving with? The moose? Uh, I don't know, but it's it's real. I'm not making this up. There is a Canadian Thanksgiving. Like you can't just hit. It was in. Um... We've discussed enough. Yeah, yeah. For the yeah it was. It was. It was. It was. <laughs> <laughs> go first. You said enough of your shit, bud. <laughs> when you think up, when you think about Thanksgiving, there's one crucial day that always gets forgotten by most people, and that's Black mm. Friday. You think Christmas is a celebration of capitalism? You have no idea what Black Friday does. Now, you remove Thanksgiving from that equation, guess what? We replace it with Black Friday. Now, because it's now a new holiday, people are going to go fucking insane, right? They already you can't do. keep up with law enforcement and security, so you know what you do? You, inst- you instill a purge day on the same exact uh, day. Hmm. This is a high-stakes day. So now, you're battling this out for these bargains gonna... while you're battling this is like, out I like for this. your This is a high-stakes day. <laughs> you make it to Christmas, you will enjoy. You're loaded on Christmas, Christmas if you're there. <laughs> if you survive into the, the new year. You know what, though? Yeah, top that, okay. motherfuckers. Have, you ever, have any of you guys ever been into a store on Black Friday? Yeah, for sure. It yeah. kind of... Back when, back when it wasn't as regulated as yeah. it is these it, days? It sure does feel like the purge. It gets crazy. I remember, like, the first time I ever went to Black Friday shopping, someone got trampled at a Macy's. Yeah. Straight up. Trampled. Scary, scary, dude. I remember they did a, It was in Fresno or Bakersfield, the dumbest thing one year. They were like, how do we get a bunch of super angry people to not attack each other and go crazy? And someone was like, I know. We'll have a giant race. <laughs> so they line up everybody in the parking yes. lot. No, not smart. They Sick. literally they had a race to the front door. Okay, 
right oh, as like a foot ra- I thought you meant like a drag no yeah no no yeah. foot race right toe the front door right oh, before they were going to open and it was going to be for like That's some TV depressing. award no here's what happened a hundred people went into this race to win this free TV and they all ran oh and about half of them just ran right through the doors and just kept running in and store was now open. They broke the glass doors and everybody just trampled in. And like one person died right away, right away. Like literally one person, it, it wasn't even the trampoline. It wasn't even the trampoline. Someone was trying to get ahead in the glass door. And so someone shot them so they could get in first. Yeah, what the- in the race? Yes. The race was a facade. None of the racers cared about the race. It's like these mother effers are going to let us run like inside the store in, right in, now. And so they in, didn't care. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that scene in the, in the, in the dictator when he's at the Olympics and he just starts shooting. Yeah. All right. Computer. Go. <laughs> he's shooting him. Yeah. That's <laughs> basically what rat. it was. They pulled the Sasha Brown Cohen button IRL in Bakersfield. <laughs> it was insane. Good. And everybody's listening to corn. You can't give these people a race. To, oh, this is not crazy. Right, Bakersfield, right, too. So, so what, who's I, next? I got one. I got one. A world without Thanksgiving? People don't understand the spirit that Thanksgiving puts into the world. So you take that out, people are going to be unthankful AF, but mm. you're probably going to save like 90% of American families. I'm talking all the dysfunctionality is going to go away. I'm talking no more uncles saying <laughs> terribly obscene things to their nephews in the den when everybody else is serving pies. You're not going to hear your aunt bring up all the baggage about what your grandma did to them when they were kids. Like, you don't got to hear about none of that nonsense. Like, if you get rid of Thanksgiving, cholesterol in America is going to just plummet. Like, it's going to just go away. It's going to be so good. Everybody's going to be so healthy. The BMI of the average American is going to drop, like, 2% in favor of, like, the lower fat index. I think the heart disease is going to go away. Um, I think they might get rid of Black Friday. I think they might get rid of Black Friday. We might get rid of capitalism in America, or there'll be more school shootings. Oh, hey, I'm Cameron. Let's go on this totally uh, convoluted and unrealistic take on Thanksgiving and end it with some uh, shit. I... <laughs> no, Cameron. Don't I just wanted so to fun. also say uh, what I think uh, would happen, you know. Yeah, please, God. Day. You don't want to hear me know. tell you another spooky Halloween costume. <laughs> I like to hope that it just turns into, like, just a, like, food day. <laughs> like, I know it already is. I don't want the meal to go away. It's just a diabetes awareness meal. No, I don't want the meal to go away, but like have it and just be like, we just, you just still have the meal. You don't, and it's not, we just don't say the name. Like, it's like uh, the Washington football team. It's just angry food day. Everyone's just eating all angry. (laughs) No one knows why. (laughs) It's just food day. It's just like redacted food day. It's just food day now. (laughs) <laughs> non-historical okay okay a celebration holiday non-denominational universal michael spent day. this entire episode just picturing a plate of thanksgiving food i think he just can't get out of that mindset he's just trying not to say food comfort food day he's just trying not to picture mashed potatoes right now comfort he's like, food. national comfort food day <laughs>
<laughs> she got Seth. I just Are I don't you gonna know how to that? top any of these. Um, I want to redact mine, by the way, for sure, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that choice will be taken out of your hands. Um, <laughs> proud of yourself, Cameron? Feel like a big man over there, huh? I think that without Thanksgiving, truly the most American holiday, really it's more American than the 4th of July at the end of the day because it's about eating. And I think that without Thanksgiving, all of America's great power would be gone. Mm. And it would leave Canada, our northern neighbors, to, to rule instead. Our, I think our places would be switched. We would be the, the docile, friendly southern neighbor. I think that the whole hmm. world order would be completely different hmm. if we didn't have Thanksgiving. Interesting. I, I think America would have gone a very different direction. I think Canada would now be like super fucked up and like have like military bases everywhere <laughs> and shit and be like starting wars. And Justin Trudeau would parade around in blackface all day. <laughs> Terrible. Right? Yeah, they just like wouldn't give a fuck. Yeah. They're just like, we we're gonna instead of McDonald's everywhere, it'd be Tim Hortons and they, everywhere. And they'd speak way more French. So like, we're the mad. Yeah. <laughs> okay, eh? <laughs> yeah, France would become a Canadian colony. <laughs> just jelly-filled donuts everywhere. Can I redact? <laughs> can I redact mine and say just Native Americans retain America since we don't Trojan horse them with our Thanksgiving holiday? And that's much more friendly to say on the radio. <laughs> I'm rethinking everything, Anthony. It's bad. It was poop face. It was the most poop face we've had on any one person in the show in its history. And I did it on episode 91. So I'm ashamed. <laughs> okay? <laughs> it shouldn't take this long to realize how to keep poop off your face. So, oh yeah. <laughs> God dang it. <laughs> you guys want to do takeaways? I'm ashamed of myself. <laughs> yeah, and, and with that. <laughs> Uh, I'll I'll do a takeaway. Oh man! Um, See, the worst part is it's. Fu- <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> no, no. Tell us the worst part. No. <laughs> yeah, Anthony, what was the worst part? You didn't have them. No, no, no. Do it. Go ahead. Let's put face it up. Part? Get it out. Okay. Uh, the worst part is that the worst part of this this tirade that Cameron went on is probably gonna get bleeped. Actually said. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it after I called you out. I was like, I'm just gonna bleep it, dude. It'll be funny though. <laughs> I think it'll be funnier. I mean, it wasn't in the moment. <laughs> He's mad. I'm not gonna get blacklisted if I. Bleep it. You're a bad co-host, Anthony. <laughs> I'm just, that's my <laughs> takeaway. I thought I fucking had him. Like... Wow. <laughs> ending <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. My takeaway is that, uh, yeah, I think it should just be National Comfort Food Day. And we should still have the meal. But it's just, we just kind of don't, maybe we don't, if Thanksgiving goes away, it's just, 
We just don't say it. That's the only thing I want to change is we just don't say it, I guess. So basically, you're just going to eat this year and Gavin Newsom can't eat shit. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck him. You're a renegade, baby. Just a meal, dude. Thanksgiving celebration. Rebel without a cause. I'll be quarantined, but I'm still trying to... I'm gonna get. Some, I'm gonna try to get recreate the meal somehow. You're gonna quarantine yourself with some turkey legs. I like it. What you got for ta- what you got for takeaway, Anthony? Um, listen, I, I was honestly just trying to be the best. Uh, I am anything. Um, I don't know, <laughs> are That's the most honest takeaway you've ever done. I'm gonna be like Michael <laughs> in thirty minutes, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Michael's gonna be like Michael for at least three more hours. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not there to take a live reading, but that's what it has to be. <laughs> what you got, Sam? Oh my god. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's, it's been a wild one. I think that, uh, you know, it's a real shame about Thanksgiving this year and how how it's going to go, but I feel like we can use this opportunity to really, uh, really experiment with holidays. Mm. I think we could really, this is this is going to yeah. be the year to try something new. Try, try something new. I'd like to say this before I cut out. Interrupting Sebastian. <laughs> I'm thankful that we managed to get through the pandemic as a podcast. Woo-woo! How about you know that? Saying? It wasn't easy. I'll give you that. I'll it give certainly you that, wasn't man. easy trying to figure yeah. everything out. But we did it Everything's and you know, my we stayed dudes. consistent and we're fucking yeah, fucking surviving. It's not over yet. <laughs> yeah, true, Look true that. All good. None of us have the vaccine yet, so it's still very scary. But we're doing it. We're doing it a day at a time. <laughs> Let's end on a happy note. I got a takeaway. I wish I could take away all my references to Columbine. Hey. <laughs> 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 all Stay hydrated. Go read a book. Which I'll take it easy. Hey everybody, thanks for listening to the episode. Make sure to check us out on Instagram at Cowboy Rowdy Podcast, also on Facebook and YouTube at The Cowboy Rowdy Podcast. Check me out on Facebook and Instagram at KMBZ.Berry and see me on YouTube at CB Comedy. I'm just below the little Indian kid who makes funny videos in his room. Uh, you can follow me at The Ghost of Anthony on Instagram and at Young Bathman on Twitter. And follow me, Sebastian, on Instagram at Seinfeld. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at underscore mbooth.